Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, dear Inside Center News Podcast listeners. I'm Ori, your host, Ori Sabushi Mike. And today, um, we're going to talk about, um, about China um, investing uh, in Africa, uh, allegedly investing, you know, in uh, um, the future of Africa. Um, I'm looking for my actually glasses. Um, yeah, I do have glasses that you know I wear. Not sunglasses, but you know, regular glasses. Yeah, because I'm sensitive to the lights and you know, so I can read, so I can see things. But I'm gonna have to look them later. Oh, here they are. So, um, I did promise you guys to, um, talk about this subject, um, a few hours ago. Right now, it's approximately, uh, 3.25 a.m., so it's midnight. I apologize for the delay. I had to go out, you know, and run some errands. So, apologize for that. So, without further ado, let's get right to it. Again, it's Ori Sabushimaki, your host. Uh, your only host this time. Um, Ori Sabushimaki. Ori is my first name. And it's spelled A U R Y Sabushimaki. It's S A B U S H I. M I K E. So without further ado, let's get right to it. Um, I'm s- still really thinking um, about you know what should be the title of this podcast segment because I'm really gonna go in depth. You know, I'm really gonna really um, pull up on China. You know. Um, about the uh, sickening things they've been doing. Um, you see, um, China is trying to replace the United States of America as a global power a machine. But, you know, you know, truth being told, it's not going to be possible. And one and I'm gonna really talk about one of the few reasons, because you know I am very familiar with China. I grew up with some Chinese around. You know, I went to school with uh, a not for Chinese. You know, or now they call it a Blasian, you know, black person who, who's mixed with some Chinese lineage. Uh yeah. So. The guy in question, um, his name, I'm not gonna actually talk about him, you know, him, not gonna, gonna further the subject because this 
subject is now about him and because I do respect his privacy <clears throat> so I'm not really gonna talk about uh, him and you know or mention his name so I just sip some milk yeah I like to drink milk um, so um, again um, so he was a Blasian now we call it Blasian because you know he was mixed um, so um, so I can grow up learning about Chinese culture you know he will tell me about some cultures I've read it I will watch it on news so I think in Africa most African people most black African are very familiar with Chinese culture so it's not like in America here in America most people really are not really familiar with um, the Chinese culture so they have to travel uh, because you know most Chinese you know uh, come here in America seeking for a new future you know for a new life um, but in Africa it's very different because you know most Chinese have been moving you know to Africa you know for many 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 years for number of you know um, years so um my subject is about why uh my this podcast segment is about why really china um why china is interesting in african uh, future in african wealth so a few things here before we really start going there um china is a new country most people don't know china really is a new country it's a very young uh country compared to africa because africa is the you know the old civilization of the world um and um so china was not the, the china of 1950s and 1960s seven years if you want and you know was not the china we know today now it's you know pouring billions and billions but at the same time china's is you know in, you know uh in depth you know he has been i mean he has she, you know uh she has been actually china's is like her you know it's, it's like it's in she not in he uh so she really has been that she's you know um, she has many, many, many dams, you know, but an estimate of billions of dollars, um, not at a high rate, like, in America, but she really is in debt, and the majority of Chinese, you know, live in, a, a very, uh, poverty, you know, they live in, you know, they may be living in a good place, you know, or, but they still live in poverty, most Chinese, you know, they make less than one k, one thousand a month. So it's in poverty, and like you know, in Africa where I'm originally from. Um, so I will, will tell you this, you know, China they may be pouring billions, but again, all this money they're not going in the Chinese economy; they are going some pockets of you know some Chinese um, people in power people who finance through 
you know, the Chinese um, uh, country. Uh, so, and also they are paying off some debts uh, slowly, you know, little by little. So, yeah, uh, that's the first thing you guys um, uh, should learn about China. Um, another thing, China is, is really involved in terms of, you know, um, um, military presence in Africa and other countries. Uh, I don't know how many countries they are involved outside Africa. Um, I just know that in some countries they have really, um, you know, set up around <clears throat> Chinese military camps. Uh, so um, I think they may be present in uh, I, uh, in some torn African countries. Um, so. Uh, and, and probably in the Middle East, in some Middle East countries who are really going, um, you know, experiencing um, war, you know, famine, you know, and as long as they do have some minerals, you know, diamonds, gold, uh, oil, gas, etc. So, really, China is trying to, you know, pull the American game, are they gonna win? No, they're not really gonna win. You know, you know, no matter how many people that happen to be Chinese, you have to keep in mind. Chi you know, you know, the Chinese. There are things that you, we have to consider. You know, when it comes to a country being a super uh, global power, you know. Most American really um, earn a lot of money, you know, most American live a very good life, you know, most American are part of middle class, but in China, it's really, really the completely opposite, you know, most Chinese live over one billion, actually, uh, maybe half a billion, because, you know, then in terms of a billion population, one billion population, so uh, probably more than half um, uh, you know half of the population, so around probably 600 million people they really are not living a good life you know, and they barely can you know uh, make the ends meet uh, that's the second thing you guys should know too um so yeah let's keep digging you know into this china you know superpower agenda um, in africa um there is a a washington post editorial uh that came out on october 10th uh, 2018 so this year at 8 21 p.m so um it has approximately five thousand six ninety four views so it's a heck of a lot I mean, just for one editorial about china and africa and it reads africa will make china a global empire but it won't bring pros prosperity to chinese citizen 
yes, I mean, that's no brainer though. Um, I'm gonna just read and try to summarize the post, and I'm also gonna uh, dig a little bit more about you know China involvement in African, you know, uh, prosperity in African, you know, wealth. So uh, I'm gonna keep reading. Africa will provide China with cheap economic resources. Resources. It will create profit opportunities for Chinese construction companies. I'm gonna just try. Uh, let me just try to lower the volume, though. Um, it's a little bit too loud, so you guys can hear uh, my voice better. It will provide markets for China's cheap products and will serve as a bridge to Latin Latin America. Latin America. Um, Africa will help China become a global empire, but it won't help China become a prosperous society. Um, nonetheless, China is all Africa these days. Um, so there's this journalist or reporter, you know, telling his story, you know, how many times he traveled per year to Africa, mostly Northern and Western Africa. Um, so I'm not really going to read that part. Uh, I'm more interested in something talks more about this subject. Um, so yeah, here there's a section that says, "What are they doing?" Uh, question mark. They are capitalizing. They're capitalizing on Africa's four main business advantage, according to Fior Fiorina. I don't know. Probably it's the name of the reporter. It's a location. First, it's a location to secure raw material supplies. This could explain the investments in Angola or in Democratic Republic of Congo. Um, second, it's a location to secure maritime roads and the and the O B O R projects. Um, between parentheses, parentheses. Um, to facilitate Chinese exports. This is why the Chinese are present in Djibouti with a huge military base. Yeah, like I say, you know, they're really trying to really uh, top uh, uh, top America. Uh, third, it's a place for the delocalizations of the delocalizations. I don't know what they mean by that. The cost of production is going to rise in China, so the Chinese must look for new areas that they can take over and have for military control. This is part of the economic miracle happening in Ethiopia. Yeah, they're also present in Ethiopia. Um, in fact, there is a, a video that goes in depth uh, on Chinese investment in Ethiopia. Ethiopia, I meant. Um, so what they are trying to do before I keep reading the editorial, um, they uh, have actually started building a manufacturing uh, warehouse, you know, around Ethiopia. So they've been doing this, and they want really uh, create more jobs in Ethiopia. It's a good thing. One hand, it's you know, it's a good. Um, investment on the other hand there will be some um, abuse uh, abuse um, you know 
I would say human abuse, I'm pretty sure because, you know, um, China is a communist country, you know, guys. I'm not trying to bash the country, but we all both know it's a communist country and we all know what the communists do. They violate human rights. They do not respect, you know, um, you know, the civil rights, you know, and especially when it comes to black people, they're not really going to care. They're not really going to respect, you know, black human beings and they're going to try to abuse. They're going to try to corrupt the media. They're going to try to corrupt uh, politicians. They're going to try to corrupt everyone who can raise awareness, who can really, uh, really, uh, try to warn, you know, uh, African brothers and sisters, black African brothers and sisters of the uh, atrocities, you know, they may commit, you know, the sick things they may do to us. Um, so let's go back here, uh, the, the editorial. Uh, and fourth, it's a base for um, re exportation to Latin America, Latin America, Latin America, or the U.S. This is why the Chinese invested in Morocco. Uh, ch um, quotation, uh, China has a global vision of the world, and for them, Africa is a key factor in their global approach of the world. Quotation, adds Fiorina, um, So it's, I mean, it's a long, really, uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, so I'm going to jump to another, um, uh, window, uh, that did open on my laptop here and try really to combine all the Chinese, you know, um, you know, atrocities they've been doing in Africa. It's not well reported um, as it should be, you know, as you can imagine, you know, they are putting billions and they are buying off people, you know. So, here there is um, an, ed an editorial by the Daily Nation and, uh, and also I happen to know, because I did watch the video, there's a video, uh, AG Plus, made about China. So you know what Al Jazeera, um, the media company, um, is, you know, Doha, Qatar. So it's about you know what the Chinese um, construction workers they are doing in uh, uh, three countries. Uh, at this time, we are familiar that we only know that they've been doing. Uh, some atrocities, you know, uh, in Africa. The same thing Europeans have done it. The same things American soldiers uh, have done in Philippines, in Haiti. So, um, to really further this subject, uh, let me read uh, to you guys the the title of this editorial by uh, the Daily Nation. Uh, it's uh, an an, ed an editorial out of Kenya, I believe, and it came out a few days ago, this last Thursday, not the Thursday of yesterday, but the Thursday, um, 
of the last week, uh, Thursday, November 23rd, 2000. Actually, it came out last year. My apologies, it came out last year. Um, and it reads Ugandan woman stranded with babies fathered by Chinese. So, and there's a photo of a woman that is holding um, her granddaughter who was fathered by a Chinese national working at Karuma uh, Hydropower Dam. So, in everything they have invested in, so they try to bring Chinese um, citizens in Africa. Uh, it reads, um, it cannot be again said that Sino-African relations have been improving by the day since African leaders adopted the Look East policy. The much-hyped win-win ties between Beijing and African capitals have seen an unprecedented, unprecedented um, execution of mega infrastructure projects on the continent, including roads, bridges, malls, and dams. 20 cases. But it emerged that the Chinese boom has come with its share of pain, especially for African women and girls. In Uganda's Oyam district, for instance, over a dozen women are struggling to raise children served by Chinese nationals after the fathers abandoned them. According to Kamdini chairperson Sam Oguang Alunyu, they have documented 20 children <clears throat> apologies, 20 children in the sub-county that were fathered by Chinese workers. Jacqueline Adero 20, a resident of Arukolong, Zambia Parish, is one of them. Adoro says a Chinese national identify only as Yahang, father her one and half year old daughter. Can you imagine people? Jobs, uh, there's a, sec- a section, it's called Jobs of the article. Uh, Yahang, she says that she was an employee's, um, no, I mean, let me put that. Uh, Yahang, she says, was an employee. Uh, one of the employees of Sino Hodro construction company that is constructing Karumadam. I don't know what, what the heck is that. Uh, Sinodro is a Chinese state owned hydropower engineering and the construction company that has won tenders for multi billion dollar infrastructure projects across Africa. Guys, I'm not gonna keep reading the whole editorial. It's a long editorial, you know. Um, so they have done these tactics, um, you know, in Uganda, uh, and also I know in um, um, Tanzania they have done this one. Uh, so. It's been happening, guys. It really has been happening. Um, I also know that in uh, uh, Kenya, they have done it. I believe, yeah, Kenya, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, they've been trying to really copycat what America have done. You know, American soldiers 
you know, in Haiti, they have raped women, you know, pregnant women against their own will, you know, um, I know for a fact for the Philippines, they, the soldiers who were stationed in the uh, Philippines, they really have, you know, um, uh, really, uh, father the children, uh, um, with Philippine woman, so they've been trying really to play this game as American uh, did before, or other countries like you know other you know nationals from European countries like France, like uh, Belgium, or any other European country. So they really are trying to be uh, um, you know China's really trying hard to be a superpower, but you know it's not really gonna happen. I mean. You cannot be a superpower by abusing, you know, by uh, violating human rights, you know, notorious impunity. You know, this really gonna end really um, very badly for China, you know, and because I mean, look, instead of really trying to work uh, peacefully with. Africa, because Africa is very large, and the Africa wealth is not really disappearing, you know, it was pouring, you know, in the air. So, Africa is a very, very large continent, you know, you can produce food, you can really um, produce uh, uh, a lot of things, you know, you know, you can really. Um, farm, you can really, um, you know, extract oil, you know, extract, you know, extract oil, gas, etc. So, you have to do it with morals, you know, you, you just can't come, you know, in Africa and try to copycat America, you know, China, you better than this, you know. You have to understand one thing, you know, China has to understand that there's always an end to any um, suppression against any people, against any race in this world, you know, coming in Africa and trying to rip off Africa and trying to dehumanize Africa, it's not going to make you a superpower. And America is not even a superpower. I mean, American is black people, American is African people. Every country in this world that happens to not be an African country means African people. And we have to walk, you know, as partners. We have to live as partners uh, together. We shouldn't be fighting. You know, because, you know, it's it's already there in Africa, you know. And God has blessed us with all this wealth. You know, God never blessed you with all this wealth. All we own, all we possess, it comes from, you know, our souls. Our African souls. Our black African souls. So... If you guys are gonna try to make money with Africa, 
by abusing, by trying to do the copycat of America has done in Africa for all. Uh, all these European countries have done it by killing, raping, you know, rip off us. You know, it's not gonna really help you at all. You know, you have a big debt, not being able to pay off, and yet you keep wanting to be more greedy and greedier. Guys, talking to my Chinese people, really, it's not gonna end well with you. You know, because African people, black African people, African black people, um, we have been experienced the worst of the worst humankind has or can experience. So, God is not going to tolerate any more abuse from all these ethnicities, ethnicities against us you won so thank you for bearing with me you know I had to really go in, in depth about what China uh, really has been doing in Africa and what it really means and um, before I end uh, this podcast segment there was a, a Kenyan economist who went to Zambia, um, so it's down uh, part, in, you know, part of South of Africa, not South Africa, but South of Africa, one of the countries that, you know, are part of South of Africa, and he wanted to you know, uh, lecture Zambian about, you know, what China was, you know, um, about to do to the Zambian economy because Zambian economy uh, contracted a debt, you know, to the China, to the Chinese country, so to the Chinese, uh, and they couldn't really pay off. So, the Zambian electric um, electric company, so it provides uh, electricity to the Zambian population, failed to make a payment, failed to pay the debt back. So what did the Chinese government do? So what the country of China did? Did it just happened so recently? It hasn't been even for months. So they went to Zambia and they order to the Zambian electric company to give them um, the rights you know uh, the legal rights to produce and deliver electricity to the Zambian uh, people that was a slavery move you know, that was a Jim Crow move, you know, basically what they, 
if if they succeed, you know, I don't know if they have succeed, but if they do succeed, there'll be no future for those Indian people. They will keep trying to cripple the Zambian economy. Zambian, you know, the the Zambian, the country of Zambia was doing a little bit good, you know. They were burying themselves. So if they do succeed this move, there'll be no future of Zambia. There'll be no democracy. So again, people, again, guys, we have to be careful. And I'm talking to my African black audience. You know, I'm not talking to white people this moment. This is not a subject that affects them. It's a subject that affects black people who are original from Africa. And I don't care if you were born in this country, if you're uh, from Africa, if you're an African-American, if you're black Caribbean, if you're black European, as long as you have, you know, the melanin, DNA, dropping, you know, you know, in your DNA, then yeah, if you have any drop of melanin in your body, then I'm talking to you. And and you, at the same time, you care about the future, the present, you know, and the future. Obviously, also the past about Africa, then you need to be alert, you need to be aware of what's happening our homes yes you know we come to this country we lose sight of who we are lose sight of who we truly are it's normal guys but don't feel hopeless don't feel like there is no way back there is always a way back if it means returning back to our roots yes there's always a way back so I'm gonna end here, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I apologize for extending this really uh, podcast segment, but really, uh, I had to, re, you know, to give my take on this one. And I've been working on this subject and doing research, so I wanted to really offer some very insightful, uh, educational, um, really facts. So. I was not really trying to, I mean, try to make up some stories, you know, uh, you know, in a way that may seem unprofessional because I am very professional. So thank you for tuning in. And again, it was Ori. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for, you know, um, uh, donating some money uh, help me uh, gain ex- getting uh, the expansion of this podcast making this podcast more you know um, uh, you know more open to different subjects you know uh, because really it's gonna really help me out you know you know the funds you know, like I say, I have explained my recent podcast segment, you know, that dropped a few hours ago, you know, 
these funds that you guys can contribute, maybe contributing monthly uh, or once in a while, they will help me out with setting up, um, you know, the podcast interviews, uh, doing research left and right. So yeah, thank you. Um, I'm out.